Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the Cow Corner Extra Show. With me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, Ian Slat Slater, Ian Alderson... And Ollie Griffiths for your latest dose of all things lower league Shropshire cricket. And welcome back to another episode of the Cow Corner Podcast, the Extra Show, episode ten slash eleven. <laughs> yes, slash eleven. Ten. ten. 10B. <laughs> 10B. On this episode, we're going to be recapping the last month's cricket in the lower leagues or what there has been of Shropshire cricket. As always, you can connect with the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Cow Corner Pod on Twitter and at Cow Corner Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can hashtag us at hashtag Cow Corner or hashtag Extra Show to get in touch. We are going to be putting up loads of videos and we'll be looking to put up match highlights and shorts across all of our platforms. So please make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. But anyway, you already know all that stuff, guys. Let's get on to the meat and veg of the podcast. And talking of meat and veg. <laughs> <laughs> we've got our three regular hosts all looking resplendent in cow corner merch, may I say. And we've we've all got, we're actually matching half and half. Me and uh, Ian wearing our lovely quarter zips and uh, slats and Ollie in the polo. So welcome, guys. How are we doing? How, how have we been? All good. All good, apart from the uh, lack of cricket, I think, at the start of the season. But, uh, yeah, always always enjoying stuff. Yeah, yeah, the same. Um, well, yeah, good. But um, it's been a it's been a difficult it's been a difficult start to the season. And um, that's not just the weather. There's been a number of uh, machinery breakdowns and, and lack of something. I'm not going to say it. The A word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
already and you know we're only a few weeks in but other than that you know it has been nice to get back out on the on the park and um i haven't actually played an away game yet i've played four games at home and we've had one away can- cancelled but there you go four games we've played yes. one played one <laughs> three saturdays and a, and a midweek <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe how nice it was saturday compared to how Terrible it's been for the last, I don't know, three weeks or a month. And then all of a sudden, Saturday, the sun came out. It was absolutely boiling. Everybody was sweating buckets because, we're, you know, we we did manage 20 overs a fortnight before and at Lillishaw before the heavens opened and the ducks descended on the square. And uh, it was absolutely beautiful on, on Saturday. So uh, long way that continue. Yeah, and it's it's not been the best of times for groundsmen at all, has it, Ollie? No, no, it's been it's been very tough, and even even if you've got all your machinery working, it's been uh, tough. You know, coping with copious amounts of water falling on and around the square and on the outfield. It's uh, if you, unless you're really lucky to be on some light sandy ground, or you've got good drains underneath your pitch, then um, it's it's really difficult. You know, we we spent a bit of money back in two thousand nine and put some drainage in, but even with that. You know, it's 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 very difficult. You know, it, it just sits in that sit because the water table is so high and there's a lot of a lot of moisture. And even you know, even when you do get the, the track dry underneath, it's so wet that the the quality of the bounce is uh, compromised, shall we say? Yeah, it's a crust on top, isn't it? Basically, mm. yeah. yeah we have been. Oh yeah, go for it. It's like I was just going to say we had the driest February on record, really. Th- driest February in thirty years. You're thinking. We're going to get another good season? No. There's <laughs> plenty of time yet. Plenty of time yet for it yeah, to, yeah. Uh, I th- I to think, get Yeah, I think we need to apologise to the whole cricketing nation because we have been talking for the last however many years about how good the weather's been lately and everything like that. And then we have, and how it's been the best starts to cricket for years. And then, was... then this year's happened. And, well, to be honest, one of the things, Ian has been the decision for some sides you see on social media to actually play their games to the detriment of their grounds moving forwards. Yeah, yes, I, I saw that as well. But um, we at Corvedale, the, the square is the driest bit. The outfield is absolutely rotten with with water. You know, um, you, we haven't been able to get the mower through the top half of the of the outfield. It's um, It has been a nightmare uh, start like I say, we could have played on the square, but the outfield was definitely on. But well, it'd be dangerous for bowlers to be running in on, and um, and of course you don't want to make a mess of your pitch the first two or three games of the season and be, um, you know, traipsing through mud and or, or ball patches like all, all the way through the season uh, if you spoil it early on. Yeah, and uh, talking of groundsman's woes. We'll, get, we'll, we'll move off this topic soon, but sad news for Treasel and Seasden or Trison Seasden or however you pronounce it. No one's, no one's been in touch yet to, let, to properly tell me or if they have, I've instantly forgotten. Uh, but yeah, they um, unfortunate news for them is they've had vandals come in, Disgrace. dismantle their covers. In the daytime and the mess they made, look at, look at the pictures that were posted on the uh... I think it was a Shropshire cricketer or something like that on on Facebook. It's just mindless, idiotic 
nonsense. You know, you're trying to get a ground together and do stuff, and they've not only they smashed all the covers, but they dragged them across the the pitch as well. So nice gouge across the pitch. And I, I, I do, I feel for the guys there. It really is, you know, a similar thing happened to Cho, Kai Glass um, last year, was it? Or maybe the year before? They just got new covers and then they got all smashed up. And you just think, why? Why do people do that? What do they get out of doing it? It's just, you know, I'd love half an hour in a room with them. I really would. <laughs> yeah, it, it just makes no sense at all. I've, I've thought many times why or whatever, but it's, yeah, it's, it's just nuts and very sorry. And yeah, I hope fingers crossed that they can get that situation sorted and that they can get playing soon. But yeah, it was a mighty big scrape taken out of, uh, out of their pitch. And um, yeah. It's it's not just that though, Jim, because basically they, you know, to get covers, they're not cheap. Decent covers aren't cheap. You're you're probably spending two, three thousand pounds on covers. Mm -hmm. Plus, you know, you might get a grant for some of it, but you still got to, the club's got to raise the rest. And it's just, it's soul destroying, you know, for guys who work hard and do that. And yeah, so frustrating. Especially, especially when there's probably other things that they need to do as well. I guess it's harder, for, especially for the rural clubs, because you are pretty much just like a, a sitting target, aren't you? You know, it's not, there's not lots of people around who can see, you know, you've probably not got people dropping in at the club every night, you know. Yeah, we try to make sure that somebody's up there every night. So, you know, we've, we've, we, and every day. So we've got it covered um, just to make sure that, you know, stuff isn't happening. Mm. Anyway, moving away from that um, and on some potentially better news. Let's um, cheer this all up. <laughs> so if you if you didn't know already, we are partnered up with Warwickshire County Cricket Club this season and the Birmingham Bears, and they set us a task of coming up with an idea that we could get you guys all involved and give back to the Cow Corner community. And we came up with an idea and it has been approved. So we are very excited to announce that we are organising a big day out to the cricket so our plan is we want to try and get all well pretty much everyone well not everyone but at least <laughs> every club at least from Shropshire cricket and Birmingham League cricket and the, as many clubs as we can from the Midlands all to descend on the Bears Rapids game the Bears have given us a whole section whole two sections of the Hollies uh, so you can join us and you'll all be we'll all be sat together and we'll all be coming together. We do have ourselves a discount code. So for all of you who turn up, you use the code, you will get discount on tickets. Not only that, but you, when you book your tickets, send us an email with your club name and how many people. And what we will do is we will then send this information over to the Birmingham Bears, Edgebaston, Warwickshire Cricket Club, and then they will organise discounted food and drink for all of you guys as well. So not only are you getting discount on tickets, not only are you sitting with all cricketers and everyone who listens to this podcast and have some great chat with everyone, and we're all going to be having, all be descending on the same day for the same game. Could be carnage. Um, but we're getting discount food and drink. Fantastic. And if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, we may or may not be doing something pre-game or even in the interval. 
and it may or may not be a challenge and we are trying to push for it to be uh, on the pitch but we are going we are getting that um, all ratified so maybe we'll do some club versus club challenge and hopefully hopefully if they get the if we get the clearance we're hopefully going to have that on the pitch but it, you know we're still hopeful we we've got so we're trying to get that sorted and hopefully it'll come through but yeah it's it should be a fantastic evening and that is on friday the 23rd of june so make sure you get that one in your diary get it booked get everyone involved get your mates let's get it all sorted let's all descend imagine the train journey from shropshire <laughs> up all, all, all cricketers all on their way for one big night and i hear what you're saying you're saying hurley it's a friday night i've got a big fixture on saturday don't worry make sure your opponents come as well so then you're all in the same headspace and then you can all talk about how good a night you had the night before and uh you can just agree that you will start an hour later and uh, it's okay to be hungover. Slats. <laughs> Hurley, will there be any cow corner giveaways on the night? <sighs> you put me in hard corner there, mate. Well, just... <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, why I not? Have. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Let's go in. Let's go all in. So yeah, we'll try and we'll try and sit. I'll speak to Hawk and I'll see what we can sort out there. Cheers, mate. Nothing like putting me under the, <laughs> <laughs> under the spot. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll see what we can sort out and see if we can do some sort of giveaway or maybe even get like some of the Bears lads to get involved on the day itself as well. And yeah, so we are getting, we're trying to get everyone there, like Birmingham League, Shropshire League, even play clubs that we don't cover on the podcast, but may follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Just let's try and get as many cricketers all in the same section. So we are all, they have given us an exact section in the Hollies. So it's all, everyone who buys a ticket and uses the code will be all in the same area. So it's going to be one hell of a night. I know that we've got Ponsby Cricket Club have already bought 15 odd tickets. Um, and I've heard that there are other clubs that are going to be buying more in bulk as well. Do not worry, though. If you're like myself and none of your teammates like you, that is totally fine. You could, as long as you've got some friends, <laughs> invite them as well, you know. Um, invite them from other clubs if they tolerate you, kind of, like, you know, people I mean, tolerate the... me. So, yeah, <laughs> mix and match. You don't all have to be from the same club. Well, yeah, if you have no mates buy a ticket come sit with me we can <laughs> I'll, I'll be James Hill section and then we'll both, yeah then Slash. we'll both realize why no one likes us so that's you and Joss sorted and... <laughs> <laughs> no people actually like people like Joss people, you know <laughs> Joss is generally <laughs> generally liked but yeah so if you have any questions, any queries, feel free to get in touch with us as always, cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com or contact us on any of our socials. Um, it's going to be one hell of a night. And uh, I know Slats and Ollie already very excited. Can't wait, mate. It's going to be great fun. Imagine that. You can't beat a bit of Vitality Blast, can you? And, uh, you know, Warwickshire, Worcestershire. Always good fun anyway. We, we always used to go as a club and get down there and, and, and do that on a Friday night and then go and play cricket the next day and think, oh, what happened? Um, so to do it, cow corner, fantastic. Can't wait. <laughs> Imagine if we yep. had a challenge at halfway through the game where it's a catching challenge and we're all, everyone there is about 10 deep and <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking skyers all 10 deep in front of the hollies. That would be amazing. <laughs> getting, over the, getting over the fence would be the challenge, I think. <laughs> <laughs> 
speak for the me and the... you, Mr. Slats. The... But... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, the floodlights will be on, won't they? And the glare off your head might be the biggest challenge for everyone else. <laughs> Why, why hats? Uh, talking to no one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Early, you've got a hat on, so I clearly. I've got. A ha- I, that's why I always wear hats. I don't. I don't want the glare. You know, it's uh, off putting for everyone else. But uh, that's yeah. the, the glare. That's the, the second. Go on, go on. Uh, like I said, the, the sunshine off my head has got me a few wickets over the years. So shut up. Oh, well, I was going to. I was going to say that's the second dig I've had at you, you three, and you're uh, following <laughs> challenged. You um, know what. In, oh. within a few days I thought, <laughs> I thought i thought i'd offended you all at the weekend because no one responded perhaps egg, i had the eggheads this that's what we should we should have just called this eggheads really you know instead of we'd probably have, have the bbc like like going like at a, us full copyright there but um actually a swim ian, cap on or something <laughs> yes ian i've had an idea talking of giveaways what we could do is we could get one, you know, one of them launches that they launch T-shirts into the crowd, but we replace the T-shirts with paperback copies of your book in. What, what an absolutely fantastic idea, but sales are not going that bad that I need to have them thrown out of cannon. <laughs> well, how about we reverse it? We cannon them out and then we go around and collect the money. Set light to it first. <laughs> Set light to it. <laughs> I tell you what you could do, eh? If you make sure make sure we get the lads from Lanny to turn up to this, you could bring Pam on a lead, it'd be all right. Oh Christ, yeah, they could have a <laughs> they could have a real night for themselves, couldn't they? Bloody <laughs> hell. That just, just, she'd be yeah. on the barbecue by the end of the night. <laughs> just just letting you know for those of you who listen who don't follow us on Twitter, obviously Lanny did um did send us a uh, a tweet saying uh, that their that their teammates do like Pam the Mystic Lamb and were wondering if she was single. Their joke. <laughs> their joke. They are well. I just took it. I just took it. I just took it. Their joke. Not us. <laughs> they are going with that. That. Not us. We're, don't you just, don't you knock the hipsters' choice? They're doing really well. You're just, I lo- you're I lo- just passing it on. We, we we're just passing it on. Lanning, hipsters' <laughs> choice. We love you guys. Whatever your preferences are, we are okay. With that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and and of course, we are a completely inclusive podcast. We are, we are indeed. Even though you know, if you watch this, you probably think that we were all <laughs> 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 or, or four white aging men, or all on one podcast. Or, or... <laughs> but yeah, we are, we are very, you know, whatever you think it was, we are quite inclusive. Anyway, let's talk about some cricket. Let's start with our first division. Okay, so we start with our first division and division five. And in division five, leading the way after four games, we got Lanny, the hipster's choice, with 62 points. Then in on, second, we've got Church Dretton and Much Wenlock with 49. In fourth place, we've got Beacon, second 11. In fifth place, we've got Iscoid and Friends Bank on 40. In Sixth place, we've got Newtown, second 11 with 32. In seventh place, Beaumont Heath with 31. In joint eighth, we've got New Boys, Priors Lee and Wellington, fourth 11. And then 
down at the bottom, in the bottom three, we've got Kai Glass first 11 on 13 and Calver Hall first 11 with 12 points in 11th. And then bottom of the table at the moment is St George's third 11 with 10 points. So initial thoughts in regards to that division, guys. Well, firstly, it says they played four, but how many games have actually been played? So week one, we had Much Wenlock beat Wellington by 120 runs. Priors Lee um, beat Iskoid and Friends Bank because Iskoid and Friends Bank conceded. That's where they got their. That's where they got twenty of their thirty points. Um, Lanny won by forty-three runs against Church Stretton and Beacon second eleven beat Calver Hall by eight wickets. The rest were no. all called off. Week two, Newtown second eleven beat St George's third eleven by ten wickets. Lanny beat Bowmere Heath second eleven by seven wickets. Iskoid and Friends Bank then bounced back by beating Wellington fourth eleven by eight wickets. Church Stretton then beat Calver Hall by eighty eight runs, and the other games were all abandoned or cancelled. Then the week following, as Ollie mentioned, Iskoid and Friends Bank versus Beacon was the only game that went ahead. Iskoid and Friends Bank winning by seventy two runs. Then last week, every game went ahead. Yeah. So look at the top. Look at Lanny at the top. They've played, they've had four games. They've played three and won three, mm. and the other one was cancelled. So they've had the better of the weather because I think the week that pretty much everything was washed out, there were six games played in the so last, not this week, just gone, but this week before, there were six games played in the whole of the Shropshire League. Um, but there was eight results because two sides bizarrely conceded. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I think most of the games that were played were either on the Welsh border or in Wales, pretty much apart from the Beacon game. Yeah, so obviously we, well, I'm going to use the term play in this division quite loosely because um, we've had a bit of a torrid start to the season. Um, we actually weren't too bad for the first game of the season, a decent team out. Um, but we were playing Beacon, whose first team weren't playing that day. And um, I know their thirds were struggling that day. So there was a bit of a shifty down of a few of the first players came to play for the seconds. And and a few of the seconds, I think, went to play for the thirds. So we um, came out on the wrong side of that. A few of those guys definitely were first team players. And they, they did prefer to them. They did tell us that were two or three uh, players that were had come down to, to help them out. But yeah. um, so yeah, we, Lee, we were just on... Lee Pickford, Yuri Pugh, who's the first team wicketkeeper, who's George Southall Brown, who's Chris Cook, who's one of their oh, main bowlers. Bowlers. For, <laughs> open bowler for Beacon. Yeah, and it was, it was actually um, Chris, Chris Cook. Mike Turner Sorry, as captain. captain of the first team who, who played in that one. And then you've got Ben Smith, who's captain, who I believe... Is it injured himself? Uh, but yeah, he he's played ones before, but he's he's the captain of the twos that day. Yeah, I mean, look, they they, they told us when they turned up. Um, I think Lee, I think Lee was always playing in the seconds that that week, because um, I um, I'd spoke to him in the week and he was coming a long time before the the ones cried off. But um, yeah, it, it you know I I can't I I mean. I know Ian's been on the wrong side of a of a beacon uh, of a beacon um, thumping before, 
Um, so perhaps we won't go to Ian and ask his opinion, but um, but <laughs> yeah, look, trying to uh, reopen but, old wounds tonight. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but but look, I, their thirds were struggling. You wouldn't send first teamers to go with their thirds, I guess. Um, but that would have been really unfair. So the natural order of things is to shuffle a few down. But you know, it, we just it's just tough. And in a, for a club like us who are struggling. Lots of players to have motivation and to come up against a you know a good proportion of Beacon first team on our first game of the season sort of demoralised a few and um, it, it was the last thing we needed as a club that's that's really struggling um, so it, it was quite tough and then the following week we had Church Stratton and we had a good game all in all but um, the, obviously two of their um, their guys that from the abattoir. That came and have joined um, Shirt Stratton. They were the ones that did the damage. One, one with the bat, one with the ball. So we had two tough, tough games really, and yeah, both, both were winnable in in certain respects. If if we played the teams that we perhaps could have played, or you know, it it is what it is. But it's just it's just been a really difficult start to the season for us. Yeah, it's one of those as well. If it wasn't first game of the season, and also. You, you think about it, if it was like a Wellington side where they have like f- five different teams, you probably wouldn't notice it as much just because there's a lot of players to keep on top of. Whereas kind of with Beacon, given the fact that they only have three sides, if one's players go into the twos and given the actual gap between the ones and twos, it is quite noticed. Whereas again, if if it happened in any other side and the other team weren't playing and it would probably yeah it would go a bit unnoticed but yeah it's yeah as you said it's a bit unlucky I you know I've been on the other end of it when you know Shrewsbury thirds have been extremely strong or Whitchurch twos have been strong etc and it's just part and parcel of the luck of the draw when you play second 11 sides I guess and also the other thing is it's been a terrible spring um well not the early spring but prior to the cricket season starting and clubs do want to get their best players playing cricket. So you can fully understand why, you know, it's probably benefited Beacon Ones in the long run, you know, to have their some of their first team players playing. And not only Beacon, but other, but other sides who who, um, who were in the same position, because none of us have played many friendlies before the season started. So, you know, um, unfortunately, at the start of the season, I can understand exactly why they've done it. Yeah. And um, speaking to Iskoid and Fence Bank after that first week, basically I spoke to the skipper, Ryan, and he was saying availability is shocking. Said could have asked about 30 players as well as four other clubs for loan players and got absolutely nowhere. And uh, unfortunately, the side that he had wasn't going to be enough to to play a game of cricket, which is quite sad given that it would probably been called off due to rain as well. So, yeah, yeah I mean, not the best. We, and... Just... Just on on Ryan, obviously I, I speak to him quite a bit because he's um, they're a local team to us, and he actually he actually played for us in that game against Beacon because we were we were a couple of players short, so he played for us because um, I think much to the dismay of the uh, chairman of the rules committee, we actually found a small loophole in the rules that actually only works in week one. Um, so he came. Ryan came and played for us for week one, and then transferred back to Fens Bank after that. It, it only worked week one. Um, we did it because we wanted to get a game of cricket on, um, yeah. you know. And we told we told Beacon 
that he was playing when they turned up and they had no issue with that. In hindsight, they obviously, <laughs> we know why they had no issue. <laughs> so it wasn't a loan then. It was actually, he actually signed for you and then, and then was transferred back. To well, because, because he, because, because as, as we said earlier on, no one has um, sort of any allegiance with any club at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, effectively, he moved to us in the close season um, and then went back and did a transfer back to Ben's for prices that Calver Hall is winter signing leaves after one game is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that before somewhere, but I didn't want to say anything. Because... But I mean, Ryan was. Sorry, I was going to say Ryan. Ryan was gutted that they couldn't get a game on, and he was desperate to play cricket. We were desperate to try and get a game on, and and you know, it, I mean, early in the week, I, I genuinely thought we wouldn't get it on anyway. But as the as we got closer through the week, the, the, the ground dried up and we were like, well, we're going to get this game on. But we've only got, I think we only had seven players going into Friday. And then we got it up to nine and then spoke to Ryan. And he, he said, we sort of came up with this plan. And we spoke to the chairman of the rules committee, because obviously he's a member of Penn's Bank Creek Club. And he was like, well, there's, there's nothing in the rules to stop it, technically. So, um, you know, I did... It's not something we particularly wanted to go down that route, but at the end of the day, it was it's Division Five cricket. We wanted to get a game on, and um, you know that was all it was about. It wasn't, you know, trying to bring in a ringer to to smash a load of runs. And as it turned out, he he, he scored zero runs and had to go early, so um, it, it made no difference whatsoever. Wow! <laughs> but he, he was always going. He was always going early. It, it was just whether we he would get to bat or whether he would he would bowl first. No, we we didn't know that. So. Mm. So this is going to be yeah. something that's going to go across all the divisions that we go through, but it's whoever's had the games on and has done successful in those have obviously got a bit of a head start on those who haven't, especially given obviously that you get four points for cancellation, which is, a, which is about right, I feel, you know, because if you get the game on, four points is, you know, a handful, well, I say a handful of wickets, it's eight wickets or it's six wickets and some runs and stuff like that. So it's not, you're not going to end up being too far behind. And in theory, if there's lots of games getting cancelled, it probably means that the it's very conducive to bowling. So you probably should get some wickets or you'll be on the other side of a victory. Um, but yeah, so very good news with that one. I think I agree with that. And uh, any other points on Division 5 before we quickly move on? No, obviously there'll be some questions around, obviously, prior's league positioning in the in the league. But I think, as you say, it's too early doors yet. Nobody's really played any games. So, you know, um, good to see much Wenlock doing well. Again, with some good players there. Stretton doing well. But I'm the one thing I'm surprised about is Boma Heath haven't started as well as I thought they would. They were very strong last year, and yeah, they haven't started as well as I thought they would. I thought they'd be certainly in that top three. So that is that is a surprise to me. Again, I think I think it's going to be a case of we'll see where everything's at at the end of this month, probably for Division Five. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. see where we're at for the other divisions because I know that other divisions have played. Some divisions have had more games played, but yeah. We'll, um, and Boma we'll, uh, have got issues at their ground, haven't they? As well, yeah. which is That's pretty, right. Yeah, 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 they've been yeah. looking for other grounds to play at, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. They, well, the first, the, the first, Whittington, of, I think of, they played one of them, didn't they? No, Acton Reynolds. They played Acton Reynolds on Sunday. <laughs> don't mention with. Don't mention Whittington. Don't <laughs> just don't mention Whittington, okay, Why? James? Why? Because you can't use the ground. There's been a lot of money spent there. But you can't use the ground because it's just for a specific purpose. 
So what if you if cricket play, surely if cricket clubs can't so what why can't why can't we use why can't it be used by a club that can't play on a Saturday because it's designated Gen- genuinely I, I, I yeah no I'm genuinely to me right now genuinely well this is again this is what I've been told what I've heard is genuinely because people have asked if can you know if the games if you can't get on your ground so for example Lillishall have an issue at their ground where they can't get on it and they won't be on it for some time because of the issues they have there with the water standing on there because the bedrock and everything else and the high water table. Boma Heath have an issue. Um, there's a facility at Whittington that is a hub for ladies cricket. Yeah. And it's a hub, hub for ladies cricket and therefore it won't be used for league cricket games. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. It's had a lot of money spent on it. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess if they're if they're playing games of cricket on the Saturday or they've got a pitch prepared on a Sunday, then they probably don't want that messing up, I guess. I don't know. Again, I d- literally, this is brand new information, so I will have to say there are going to be reasons for it. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd happily, I'm, look, I'm not saying I know all the details. I've just been told people have tried to get, you know, to get that ground to play cricket on. And they've been told, no, they can't have it. Mm. Um, I'd love somebody from the Shropshire Cricket Board to get in touch and let us know the situation as to what that is because obviously we're all about getting the games of cricket on aren't we and mm. if there's a particular issue at ground say like Boma Heath for example which is not a million miles away then actually if they could use that facility for a short period of time I'm mm. sure they'd you know they'd have to do some financial work as far as that's concerned but um, then maybe it helps games of cricket get on but I've been told that's not an option oh okay but well yeah, like I said, there's got to be a reason for it. It's you know, it's good that we've got a women and girls hub. Um, Absolutely, it's fantastic. You know, hopefully, you know, it's growing, growing part of the sport. And you know, um, it's only, actually, it's I drove by. Team. We drove by there on um, Saturday. We went up and played at Overton because uh, Ellesmere switched the fixture, and Whittington. It looked resplendent, actually. Mm. Nice. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to go and have a look. Um, Anyway, guys, let's move ourselves on to the next division. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So anyway, let's move ourselves on to the next division in Division 6. So in Division 6, top of the table, Old Scott Heath, second 11. You saw that coming. Uh, they lead the way with 67 points in second place. Uh, Acton Reynolds, first 11 with 53 points in third place. 
Knocking in Kinley second eleven, forty nine points. In fourth, Welshpool second eleven. In fifth, Column second eleven. In sixth, Kund second eleven. In seventh, Harcourt first eleven. Eighth and ninth, we've got Willie second eleven and Roxeter and Uppington second eleven. And in tenth place, Lillishaw second eleven. In eleventh place, Montgomery second eleven with thirteen points, and in twelfth place, bottom of the pile, we've got Ludlow third eleven with twelve points. So, guys, first things that jump out to you at that looking at Division Six. Good to see Acton Reynolds up there in second place. <laughs> the dog loves him as well. <laughs> Ollie's dog, absolutely loving life right now. Agrees <laughs> with Ian's. Ian just Ian is just one with all animals. Doctor Doolittle should be your new nickname. Ian, <laughs> Ian speaks and the animals can't help but reply. Correct. <laughs> they can't help but uh, confirm everything I say. But yeah, good to see Acton Reynolds up there in second place. I know it's early doors, but you know, if ever a club needed a good start to a season, it was Acton Reynolds this year, and it's good to see him up there. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> Look, it's it's playing in the division. When I say playing. We've had one game uh, so far. Played one, one, one for for Willie, and then three three called off games. So, um, uh, Oscar Heath looked really strong, I have to say. Um, but also would say, you know, they've they've the type of ground that lends itself to being making sure games are played, even in you know the inclement weather we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they they've played three games. Sorry. Well, they played three games, won three games, and had one cancelled. So, um, you know, it's very much the same as Lanny um, in that they've benefited from that. Um, Reynolds, really pleased to see Reynolds up there. Um, they won the local derby on Saturday against Harcourt. Um, with nine men, with nine men, I think, as well. Yeah. Unless they had some... I didn't speak to AD on Saturday morning, um, and he was hoping to get some loan... He'd hoping that he was having some loan players or something and was asking how to properly put them through play cricket. So I don't know whether they did get some loan players, but there's only nine showing on play cricket. But, you know, that's yeah, that's a decent... If it was nine, that's a decent result, really. Looking it's, not, at never div- easy, it's never easy with, with nine. Yeah, look at it. Ten you can just about cope, but... Sorry, James. It's all right. Sorry, mate. I start I, the long pause. <laughs> no, I was when you start say... talking again, I'll go again. <laughs> the long pause. Is that his dog? <laughs> no, she's but got yeah, a loud bark. Looking at Division Six, it's had more games on than Division. It's been it's been luckier than Division Five. Obviously, it worked. In week one, we only had two cancelled games in this division. Lillishaw, Monty, Willie and Wellspool decides not to get a game on. Then in week two, all games started uh, with column twos versus Lillishaw twos having to be abandoned, but the rest of them going ahead. Then the th- week three, all the games unsurprisingly cancelled because the weather was absolutely horrific. And then last week, um, we had Lillishaw twos versus Willie twos cancelled, but all other games have gone ahead. Um, so this this division really, it's kind of how it how it's been. You know, everyone's pro- probably played an even amount of games there. And uh, yeah, as you said, Slats all Scott at the top played three games, lost one. Acton Reynolds, they've won two of theirs, lost one and had one that's been cancelled, same with knocking. Um, so it's looking good, really. 
Yeah, no, that's it, it just it's, at Willie. We find ourselves undefeated this season, but in eighth position because <laughs> <laughs> we've literally played one game um, away at Harcourt, second week of the season, um, and and won. But yeah, it's it's difficult. I, I, I think that the stagger will unwind, and we'll see what happens in a, a month or a couple of months' time once we've got a few more games under our belt. I fully expect Allscott to be up there and and be firing. Um, you know, that's that's a given. I was actually surprised with how Kund. Um, I thought Kund would be up there as well uh, with the team they've got available. Um, but again, it's it's just been a weather affected division so far. So. Um, I'd be interested to see once we get more games played, how the division sort of settles down. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be an interesting division, and obviously, parallels whilst Olscott are at the top, and obviously, Prizley have only actually played one game of cricket and lost it. Um, the others have all been cancelled, if I remember from what I. Prizley aren't in this division, mate. Oh no, yeah, but I was just about <laughs> to, what I was about to say is there are oh, sorry. comparisons made between the two. Oh, yeah, uh, right, okay. whilst. Yeah. Whilst all Scott do so well, um, in in regards to to that, um, but yeah, any any thoughts and predictions from what you've seen so far, Ian, in Division Six? Um, no, I, I don't. I was surprised to see Ludlow at the bottom and really struggling. They seem to be struggling for players. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why that is. Uh, we're going there tomorrow night for a, a friendly against Clee Hill, um, so I might find out a bit more tomorrow, but. Uh, yeah, it's um, surprised to see them at the bottom. And they've played three games as well out of the four. Yeah, they've, play, they've they've played three weeks and, and and lost all three games. And they've got, I mean, they've got a lovely dry ground at Ludlow. I mean, it depends who their away games are. But uh, yeah, to see them at the bottom, I'm surprised. Well, their ones, their ones are tenth in the prem as well. Their twos are fifth, which is all right. But yeah, it's not. Not been the best of starts for Ludlow. Um, for the club, no. Mm. I'm sure they'll put it right in a week or two. You know, it just needs, like you say, we just need to be playing and everybody getting a bit of finding a bit of form. And, you know, uh, I'm sure the next time we have a podcast um, in a few weeks time, the all the divisions will have evened themselves up a bit and, and we'll be having a pattern forming. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just, 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 sorry, go for it. So I would say in, in that division as well, there's Lillishall who are down in 10th, but they've had three cancellations and one abandonment. Yeah. So you know yeah. you don't yeah. you don't know where they're going to be. You know. Yeah, and they're strong, and they're strong. You know, on paper, and in last year they were they were a strong team. So yeah, I'd expect. Yeah, so they've been really affected by the weather and, and what's impacted them at their ground, particularly. Um, yeah, um, we were due to play them on Saturday. We were the only game that was off in the division. Um, one of those, unfortunately. You sound like you're still a bit upset about it, Slats. Do you want to like? Talk it out. No, let's not. Yeah, you do mention something quite quite a good point though, there, Ian, where you say, you know, players getting into form and stuff, and it's something we've got to think about as well. It's not only the advantage of getting points on the board for the sides who have managed to get games on and play, but you know, the players have got four games or three games or two games under their belt, whereas some of us, I know, you know, if you're scratching around and you played one and then had two weeks off and then play another one and, you know, you, you don't get into that role of playing consecutive cricket games and get into that good run of form that you need to. 
I know for yeah. some of the sides who are down the bottom, it may be a better thing. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, generally, you know, form, points, everything like that, it, it could make a big difference at the start. Confidence. No, I agree. I, I agree completely. It's, uh, you know, and people have been sitting around as well. You know, some games aren't we playing? Are we playing? Aren't we playing? You know, there's a bit of, you know, you travel and then you're waiting around and sat about all day and you don't get any cricket then. And, you know, people get disillusioned and disheartened then and, and it gets difficult to pick a team. And if you're a team that's struggling, you know, it sort of snowballs if you're not careful. Mm. So uh, the weather has turned. Let's get some cricket over the next few weeks and see where we're going. Yes, yeah. exactly. Let's move ourselves on to the next division. Right, so we move on to our next division and Division 8. And in Division 8, Gillsfield, second 11, lead the way with 51 points. Quayside, first 11 in second with 48. Beacon, third 11 in third with 34 points. Kai Glass, second 11 in fourth with 32 points. Sentinel, third 11 in fifth with 28 points. And Chirk, second 11 in sixth with eight points so in this division in april um the first round of fixtures in week one beacon third 11 beat gillsfield by 46 runs that was the only game that was played in week two sentinel got the game on and quayside beat them by five wickets the other games were cancelled in May, so week three, we had one game that went ahead, which was Kai Glass second eleven, who won by eight wickets against Sentinel third eleven. Chirk conceded, uh, Chirk second eleven conceded to Gillsfield, so Gillsfield got twenty points and Chirk got minus five for that one. And then Keyside Beacon was cancelled. And then in week four, Keyside first eleven beats Beacon third eleven in the Frankwell Derby. Gillsfield second eleven then beat Chirk by three runs in an absolute nail biter at uh, at Chirk and Sentinel then beat Kai Glass second eleven by three wickets. So an interesting one and even though there's such a gap in points you look at some of those results and it looks like there's not actually that much difference between the sides especially given that Chirk and Gillsfield came so close so Gillsfield set 152 for seven off their 40 overs and then Chirk were then bowled out for 149 with nine balls remaining. So they finished three runs short with nine balls remaining. An absolute nail biter in that one. Proper game of cricket, that sounds like, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It looks like, as well, at the end, the final yeah. wicket looks like it could have been a run out as well. Um, there's, so, there's, a, there's, a, yeah. there's a good write up about that on, on Gillsfield. What a game that must have been. And then, yeah. Keyside, who was second, doing well. Gillsfield started well. Sentinel, who we thought would do well, you know, have beat Kai Glass, who are ahead of them, but then have lost to other. It's it's completely random, this division. What's, what's everyone else's thoughts? Um, I think it's going I, to well, be a very it, tight league. Um, sorry, Ollie. I think it's going to no, be no, a very no, tight sorry. league. Um, you know, like you say, if you took the winning points from Gillsfield and gave them Shirk, it would be very condensed for that game that they lost by three runs. So there is no, it's all to play for in that division, I think. Yeah, no, it's 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 good to see. You know, at the end of the day, it may and I don't I don't mean this in any derogatory way. It may only be Division Eight, but 
Division 8 is still cricket and it's important that those guys are turning out week in, week out to play cricket. It's, you know, it's great to see. And, you know, it's great to see the likes of Gillsfield with their, you know, and this is this is their first season as a as a two-team club. Um, and they've put, been able to put teams out and by all accounts doing, doing, you know, doing a good job of doing so. And it's a club very much on the up from what I can see on across social media. And, you know, they've got some, clearly got some great people behind the scenes doing a lot of, the social media stuff and they seem to have sponsors from the, lo- the local sponsors sponsoring them across the community for every single game, multiple sponsors from what I can see. So they really are becoming a big part of that community. You know, it's really evident. So it's, that's great to see um, for a small village club. That's, that's a long way away from, from the more built up areas. And you know, it's fantastic to see and, you know, and long may it continue and, yeah, Hopefully, a lot more clubs like that are able to do the same thing. Some very committed people there. Dave Lewis and the crew down there, are, they're very committed to getting the club up and running and moving forward. And um, yeah, I, I'm really pleased to see it, to be honest with you, as you said, Ollie. Um, but what I love about this division is you've got three shooter based sides and three Welsh based sides. And, um, you know, it's kind of a real battle going on. You're playing each other four times in a season. So um, there are going to be some ding-dong battles in there. I can see it. And as you say, I mean, Chirk look a little bit cut adrift at the moment, but, you know, with the wind in the right direction, they might have picked up 20 points on Saturday. And as as Ian said, it'd be a much more condensed division then. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of those strange ones. When you look at gaps between first and second teams, and we know we've said it before, but you've got Chirk first team playing in Division 1 and Chirk second team playing in Division 8. And you'd kind of hope they would get those teams a little bit closer together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting, very interesting. But, uh, yeah, I can see some some really good fun. In, as you said, it's league cricket. You get you get 11 out and it's competitive. And that's all you want in a division is competitive yeah. cricket. And it sounds like there's lots of it. Yeah, definitely. And that's something we've said before on other podcasts, Chirk 2's, kind of a victim of their own successes and they've produced some really good players who've then moved up into their ones and now they're kind of in a new stage of developing a new set you know so yeah it's the cycle of cricket isn't it um any any other points before we move on guys well just quickly that uh, that very small division could be um you know it could be a nightmare it's the best scenario for how the how many clubs are in the whole of shropshire and I think if they can try and keep that as competitive, if that division stays competitive, it'll create its own momentum. And I think that's only going to help that division eight. And um, I'm going to say there's going to be some very good cricket games in that division throughout the season. One other point about Gillsfield, you're absolutely right, here, by the way. One other uh, point about Gillsfield is just showing the clubs that actually you can put to an extra team out and it can be competitive in a division. And, you know, we need more of that and more, you know, ideally you want more clubs involved, don't you? More clubs playing, more people playing cricket. Let's have Division 8 with six teams, you know, sorry, eight teams in it next year or even 10 teams in it. You know, that would be lovely. Top stuff. Let's move ourselves on to the next division. Okay, so we move ourselves on to Division 7. In Division 7, Coton Hall lead the way with 45 points, having won two of their three games that they have played, and they have had one game that has been cancelled. Lillishall thirds find themselves in second with 33 points. Um, They've had the opposition concede once, 
and then they've had one game abandoned and one game cancelled. Corvedale find themselves in third with 30 points. They've won one game and had one cancelled, one abandoned. Then we've got Condover second 11 in fourth with 29 points. Pontsbury second 11 in fifth with 27 points. Alberbury second 11 in sixth with 25 points. Old Brighton second 11 in seventh with 13 points. Equal with them are Ellesmere second 11 and Quat third 11. And in 10th place, Forton with five points. They have conceded, had a game abandoned and had a game cancelled. So guys... And we'll start with Ian here. Initial thoughts on Division 7. Um, Coat and all are going to be strong. Uh, surprise at Quat being down uh, second from bottom. I know we started uh, as a division later uh, than the rest of the, the the pyramid. So we've only had three games. The chance to play in a course, we did miss that good. There was a bit of good weather the first week of the season when most teams got a game on. We missed that game. Uh, that week because nobody had games in this division. But um, yeah, it was like I say, the sun was out on on Saturday. Most of us played in that division, and um, you know, long may it continue. Short and sweet, unusual, unusual for you. Uh, uh, it's just uh, you no, no, no. That is just <laughs> I know. <laughs> No, no, it's good. It's good. I like it. Succinct. I was just waiting for someone else to come in, but it's fine. We'll carry on. So, yeah, um, yeah Coat and Hall look like they're going to be strong this year. Um, Alberbury played them in the first game of the season. It wasn't a full strength Alberbury twos, but yeah, we had quite a few players who had uh, playing their first game. And uh, Joss Elliott started his amazing run where he is now averaging 171 in uh, Division 7, so it'll be interesting. Joss Watch may be something that will uh, keep going throughout uh, throughout the year if he carries on like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm going to take this curse. Like they're going to be <laughs> going to be strong. Uh, from an overall perspective, I know for the second week they were quite disappointed to be cancelled off against Lillishaw because I know they had a strong side and Alberbury have had a strong side for last week and the week before. Uh, the week before was the Lillishaw game where it got cancelled and this week we played Ponsbury and convincingly won. So Alberbury twos, if they can carry on getting that side, sort of a side out, I would. First of all, it's quite upsetting for me as, as the captain, last year's second team captain, to see such sides being put out. When I, I wish I could have put sides out like that last season, but ho is what it is. Um, if if you have any questions as to why why that happened, listen to the start of the podcast when I was talking about friends and and. Uh, taking people to cricket games <laughs> but um yes um yes. back to the podcast this saturday because corvdale are going up to alberbury so uh i was you know you could you could give yourself a, a game in the twos uh james just i don't think it'll be a, if i'm playing for the twos i don't think it'll be a case of me giving myself a game <laughs> I think I think I will. I, I think it will be on merit, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to be honest, mate. But uh, yeah, well, uh, I probably will be seeing you on Saturday, mate. We uh, be, be nice to see you. If so, um, but yeah, no. I would just like to say, <laughs> if Alberbury can keep putting out sides like they did last week, I would, you know, I, I oh, guess they're shooting up the league. But um, can't go um, that out. Trying to play some music. I, yeah, um, I'm just I, I'm just going to move on because I would just like to say on Saturday we. Played Played against Ellesmere Twos, 
And uh, they switched the game to Overton because obviously Ellesmere's Grange, one of the wettest in the county. Mm. Um, they were very weak because their ones were weak and it would have been quite easy for them to have said, oh, we can't get the game on. You know, the pitch is waterlogged. But, um, you know, James Harrison rang me in the week, told me what was going on. He said, you know, we want to play cricket as much as anybody. Um, we're going to move the game to Overton, if that's OK with you. And so, you know, I, I just thought it was worth a mention because they're a lovely bunch up at uh, Ellesmere. And, um, you know, we have a real good laugh with them. And we were very pleased that, you know, they did get a game together for us. So thank them for that. Great stuff. Well done, Ellesmere. And uh, like we said, it's going to be three games played in this division. And when I say three games... It's some teams have barely even put well, we've every game in week two in this division was cancelled. Every game in week three was played. And um, in week one, I think it was only two games that went ahead. Uh, Corvdale versus Lillishaw started, but got abandoned. Well, not even halfway through in that one. And uh, Fulton and Quat also got halfway through their games against Albrighton and Condover before those games were canned as well. All games canned about 20 minutes in, well, 20 overs in, sorry. Ollie. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, as, as I think a few people will know, I, I know the guys at Coton quite well. Um, and I know they're desperate to get back out of this division. They, they felt that they were too good to have gone down last year. And th there seems to be a great team spirit going on down at Coton. They're all really enjoying playing cricket, all enjoying spending time with each other. Um, obviously, they've got a couple of injuries. Alex Cabman's out for... He's got a football injury. He's out for a couple of months, at Jeez. least. Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's not likely to play for a little while, but... He's a big you know, miss. Yeah, they still got some decent players in there. Dan Thomas scored ninety odd at the weekend. Um, you know, and is a decent bowler as well. And um, Sean Reynolds will drop in and out as and when he can. Um, I know he's I know he's playing against us in the hundred on uh, Thursday because his his dad and his brother are playing for us. So it's going to be a bit of a <laughs> family, got, um, family affair. Have they got that nice lad from Manchester coming down this season to play now and again or not? Um, he's still on their he's still on their WhatsApp group, but right. he, he, I think he think he can play like two games a year or something. Oh uh, right, there were just, there were two or three of them at one point that were coming down from Manchester, but um, he, there's just he, the one now. He just happened to play against us last year as well. He did, yeah, and us. It, it's his first ball for six over the sight screen. With oh, what's this? <laughs> Yeah, I've I've only I've only met him I met him once on a go karting day at the end of a season a couple of years ago. But he seems like a nice he seems like a nice chap and Nervic. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I, do you know what? Yeah. I really like Coton Hall. Really good bunch of lads, and uh, as you say, they all just seem to enjoy the day out and game of cricket. Never be. Yeah, and they and they, yeah. they did actually travel to Fulton because um, Fulton were desperate to get a game on last week, um, and I think the, the skipper was that Fortin was desperate to get a game on because they haven't played and they haven't played yet because they obviously conceded this week. But um, I think it was the groundsman that eventually put paid to that game and said, no, you're not going on because it's it's too wet. So, um, so yeah, it was a bit, a bit surprising to see that they did, couldn't get a game on this week because they've been quite desperate to get a game on previously. So, um, you know, it'll, it'll come right for them, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's move ourselves on to the next division. 
Okay, so we move on to our final division and Division 4. And in Division 4, leading the way are we in Aston, first 11 with 48 points. In second place are Gillsfield, first 11 with 40 points. In third place, Newport, second 11 with 37 points. In fourth, we've got Shrewsbury, third 11, and Whitchurch, second 11. In sixth, one point behind them are Harper's, first 11. In seventh place, Condover with 32 points. Frankton in eighth on 30 points, so very close there. And then your bottom four are Bishops, Castle, first 11 with 21. Schiffnell, third 11, a point behind them. And Joint, 11th, Arbiginal, third 11, and Hodnett and Peplo, both with 16. So, guys, um, thoughts on this division? Surprised? At, well, look, again, it's difficult because sides have played two games, had a game abandoned and a game cancelled. Not surprised about Wheaton Aston being up there. You know, good cricketing side. Gillsfield, I think, have done really well, and I think they, they're on a mission. I think they, they absolutely are. Dave Lewis and the boys are on a mission. Let's you know, let's get promoted again. Let's you know, chase up and catch up with Colin, who they've sort of followed and, and you know either headed or followed through the leagues. Um, Biggest surprise to me, I thought Witcher Seconds would be higher up based on their strong performance from last year, but I think they've lost a, well, they've lost a couple they, of players. They, they, um, there is one, there is Owen Sylvester's gone to Nantwich. Um, yeah, it was opened the batting last year, but beyond that, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, Eddie, Eddie Lewis, Eddie is, Lewis is, Ed, is playing in the threes, isn't he? Yeah, he's unavailable on Saturdays for a few weeks for some personal reasons, and um, he will be back later in the season on Saturdays, I'm sure, but at the moment he's he can only play Sundays, so that's why he's playing in their, in their threes. Well, you look at Shrewsbury and Whitchurch, they're fourth and fifth on 34. They've both, they've played one, well, they played two, won one, lost one. Um, then your bottom four, Bishops Castle, Shift North, Bridge North, Hodnett and Peplow. Bridge North and Hodnett, they've both had their games, all their games cancelled so they haven't even got on the pitch Schiffnell and Bishop's Castle have got on the pitch once and had their games abandoned and it's just the difference on the yeah. additional points for those guys um, then you know then the rest it's all depending on whether they've lost their two games that they've got on or whether they've won or uh, the luck of the draw really again a bit like every a bit like every other division but um yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you, you name some of those sides and, you know, that, that top eight is going to... It's some very good sides in this division. Yeah, like, like we said, Gillsfield are on a bit of a crest of a wave at the moment. They're riding on a high. They've got they've got their second team going. It seems to be a lot of positivity around the club and, and that's showing into performances on the pitch. You know, we've always said you don't need to be a team of superstars as long as you're a, as long as you're a team that's all sort of pulling in the same direction and that seems to be the way it's going for them at the moment you know Whitchurch you know a bit a little bit surprising but they um they had a bit of a thrashing at Harper's at the weekend um you know we've all got a thrashing in us uh I know Cavrol have we've got <laughs> so um you know doesn't just because they just because they came they're on the wrong end of a um of a result this weekend doesn't mean that they're not gonna bounce back when perhaps um the the it's better, you know, and it, that was at Edgemond. Um, I think Harper's are playing. Uh, no, Harper's. Oh, are playing, playing at Harper. So, Harper, Harper Adams. They are playing in there. Yep. Uh, was, still, there, was, there was talk that they were playing elsewhere. So um, yeah, there was talk that they'd gone to Tiverton, um, yeah. but uh, Tiverton now has houses at the one end, and the school have taken quite a bit of the outfield up to, as car parking. We 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 found that out because we try to play our game against Lillishaw there. <laughs> oh right, okay. So they are still at Harper's. So you know, 
Harper, Harper's pitch, I've, I've never enjoyed um, playing. I always find it difficult to play on that pitch. It's quite sandy and dusty. And I think if you're used to it, Harper's are clearly used to that pitch. So, you know, that could be a big element in um, in the result there. Um, in, for, for that Yeah, I mean, Harper's, Harper's, I've played 3-1-1, one, one, lost two, and then the other game has been called off. Which And they found themselves in six, which... I mean, at the start, you know, given everything that's happened with Priors Lee, them losing quite a few players from what we understand to Priors Lee, it's mid-table is probably what they'd be looking for, really. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's um, you know, my, my sort of picks for the division this year, and it's early doors yet, but I thought, yeah, you know, Newport seconds, I'm not surprised they're up there in that top three, having just come down. Harper's came down, as you said, with, uh, with them, and they had a... A number of issues, and and Wheaton Aston with the other club to come down. So you'd expect those, and two of the three are in the in, in the top three. You'd expect that Gillsfield up there and pushing, as you said. I, the surprise for me is Frankton. Frankton seconds. I know. Look, they probably only played one game or two games. No, they played three actually. They've won one and lost two. Um, I think it's a it's a transitional year for them because they've they've lost a couple of players. Jason Brooks has gone to Kund. For example, so they've lost a couple of players, and I think it's 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 a transitional year for them. But I was expecting Frankton to be because they were playing in Division Three a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. I was expecting them to be up there, but we'll see. Yeah, and Condo Condo over a down in seventh as well. But you know they've again they've only played two, had two cancelled, one one, lost one. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think I think it's just there's just been so much disruption early in the season. You know, and as James said earlier on. Teams might have got a game on, but if they played week one and then they played week four, there's a big gap in the middle, and you just got no. Um, there's just no, no continuity. Consistency, yeah, continuity. Yeah, I think it's 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 a snapshot at the moment, and it's yeah. It's I, all... I think out of all our divisions that we do on this extra pod, I think Division Four is probably uh, the the one that is uh, the hardest to call it the moment because like you say those bottom four Green teams media. I noticed that hadn't actually played so I think that th- this is the division that's going to change the most out of out of anyone um yeah. I completely that we are covering yeah it's fair yeah I know I know Hodden were disappointed at the weekend because they couldn't play I think they had Shrewsbury away um they couldn't play away Shrewsbury called it off and then they did made a big effort to reverse the fixture and then for some reason I don't know why but um even though they could have played at Hodnet, they uh, it was still called off. Um, but I think. Well, didn't didn't Boma Heath play Lillishall there at Hodnet? No, no, they no they played Axon Reynolds on Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, Hodnet was another ground that that was an, uh, frustratingly um, unused when it could have been used on Saturday. Well, we asked, yeah, but no, no, we asked to play there. We yeah, well, well they, yeah, but they 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 were until the last minute. I think they were hoping to play themselves. And it was only last minute that that something happened. What she she didn't want to travel from St George's to play at uh, Hodnet. Wow, don't know. There was something around train. There was. I read something on social media somewhere around um, something to do with some training or something. I, I don't know. I, I'm only speculating on what I've read on social media, so a little bit difficult to say. Mm. Look, I'm sure. I'm sure. Ma- I know. I know. Matt at Hodnet listens to this podcast, so I'm sure he'll um, drop us a line and let us know exactly what happened. Yeah, definitely. And as we said, I think this is going to be, well, it's a wide open division. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah.
so I think that moves us on to our final section. <laughs> you, you, need, you need to get the uh, Simon I went, Bates. I went the whole pod without using any of our new sound effects oh. that we've got on our new on our new mixer. But uh, yeah, uh, well done, guys, on another fantastic episode. <laughs> Gonna pay for itself in this last five minutes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. Oh my god, that is yeah, that went on for a bit too long. I'm gonna have to cut that bit out. Uh but yeah, anyway, thank you very much. Um so thank you once again everyone for listening in. Remember you can follow us, like, make sure you do like and subscribe. If give us a five-star review with amazing comment if you haven't already. Uh we will read the best ones out on the pod. Remember, cow pod 23 so that's c-o-w-p-o-d 23 if you want that in the uh, nato alphabet we want charlie oscar whiskey papa oscar delta 23 that is what we want you to put in and we make sure you wrangle as many people as you can from your club or your mates and we'll all gonna be at the hollies on the 23rd of june so yeah, get in touch. We'll get you a discount on your food and drink as well. We're all going to be there. It's going to be one hell of a day. I think the next time we're due to record, it'll be just before the uh, the big event. So it's, can't wait. It's going to be really good. Make sure you get as many people as you can and let's really fill it out. Let's try and get as many Shropshire clubs and as many Shropshire cricketers and uh, cricketers from all over the county and the Midlands area too. Uh, the game and let's all have an absolute great day out all of us and uh, let's get Ian's book sales flying even more than it was before and you never know we may even you know giveaway you know we talk about giveaways and we talk about kit clobber books all about this how about a meet and greet with Pam the Mystic Lamb what with mint sauce gravy roast potatoes <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a supermarket. Coming to a supermarket in the EU. <laughs> I won't tell her you said that. <laughs> no, no, I like. Oh no, I like Pam. I hope she survives. Um, <laughs> definitely. We started the podcast saying we're really inclusive. We now lost vegans. The <laughs> Welsh. The Welsh. The Welsh. Because I'm in fact slats. Sorry, I'm in. Mean, no. Anyway, thank you very much for listening again. And uh, thank you very much, Ian. No problem at all, James. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ollie. Cheers, James. Been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Slats. Cheers, James. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Friday the 23rd of June. Be there or be square leg. Yes. Oh, I love that. Love that. I'm definitely keeping that one. Anyway, until the next time. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.